Hey, welcome back to another episode of HVAC Success Secrets with Thaddeus and Evan, where we have good conversations with good people and any good conversation worth having is worth having drunk. On today's episode down in Phoenix from the Women in HVACR event, we're live and we had Lori Tashal on. She's an absolute rock star with the industry. She actually won the Woman of the Year Award for the Women in HVAC. That's how powerful she is. In today's show, we talked about a few things. One, the endowment fund that the HVACR is doing in scholarship winners and how to just get more people. Great topic, great conversation. I really enjoyed the part of the thing. One of the other ones that I think can get overlooked is empowering your employees with conferences and training. How do you get that buy-in? How do you get them to get into the show? So that much and more, so be sure to tune in. You're going to enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed with Thaddeus and Evan, minus Evan. He had to catch his plane ride home, but we are live from the Women at HVACR Expo down here in Phoenix, and we have none other than Lori Tishal on the show today. Now, Lori is the most recent award winner for the Women of the Year Award, Service World's Women of the Year Award. And as you see in the description, the show or the award is awarded and created to showcase the outstanding achievements by a woman in the residential service industry. Each year, one woman is recognized for going above and beyond her job and her journey. You had actually shared something with me a little bit earlier, and I do want to read it out because this shows the impact that one person can have with somebody in it. And the message was, good morning, Lori, and congrats on your award. I was reading your post, reflecting on your impact on my own life. As a 17-year-old kid, you arrived at my store and created a passion for service and knowledge. You may not have known it at the time, but you were my first mentor. You were kind but resolute about the mission. I am successful as a director of customer success and experience in a good part to the foundation you helped build. Thank you. After almost 38 years, I still adore you. Can I say I'm pretty old because after 38 years, I'm still mentoring a lot of women. <laughs> but it goes to the testament of longevity of what you do. And when you love what you do and you're in with this tribe and you're in with a crew and you're having a great time, then just goes such a long way. And the impact that one person can have, you just sometimes just don't know, right? No matter how big, no matter how small and treat it from an aura of respect. Walk us through what it means to you to win the award for being recognized as the woman of the year. When I was presented with the award, I was beyond shocked. And then I kind of reflected and I said, you know what, this is a huge thank you. I have not been in this industry for very long, but in the time I've been in, I've hopefully made a major impact on a lot of women. I also do an advisory board group. It's called AB80, Advisory Board 80. And I am with these ladies every Thursday at 9 a.m. And there's about 125 members and there's 30, 40 on the call. And what we do is we get together on a weekly basis and we may have some speakers or we might do a mastermind and just talk about what's going on. A lot of these women are, they're either owners of their companies, their operations manager, or a lot of them are like the customer service reps and really kind of like that back office. Mm -hmm. They are the core and the heart of what run a lot of these residential service industry companies. And so that's a big part of it. Women in HVACR, I'm on the board and I'm very thankful to be on the board with such a group of amazing women that we can make so much impact. And like this year, we're doing a endowment and we have done quite a few scholarships. So when we take a look at not only are we mentoring and helping women, we're putting a lot of money towards it to help 
individuals and what they can do to pursue their education. Right. And like that sponsorship or the scholarship rather and the endowment that you guys are creating. And we had Ruth King on earlier this morning to talk about what that's going to be able to do for women in the trade to be able to, and they obviously, there's the key, you got to be in the HVAC, right? Right. And yeah, you get the one, what was it? Six $5,000 awards or $5,000 awards? Six $5,000 awards this year. And the endowment that you guys are trying to create how we paying for somebody's two years of schooling versus just the one time payout, which is some phenomenal things. So where did this decision to create this endowment come from within the organization? This has been a vision of Ruth. Ruth has thought about this for a very long time. So she gets a hundred percent of the credit. And then I think just talking to it with the board, she was the one that went out and I think she probably talked to her earlier about, she interviewed different companies and then we did an approval and all of us as board members have contributed. So, I mean, it, that just takes it home to, we really believe in what we're trying to accomplish here. But when you think about it so many years ago, those scholarships, there were 500, now they're 5,000. Mm. And so the more we can contribute to help women and be a voice in this industry, that's what it's all about. And I love coming to this event. And it's different than a lot of the other events out there. And you, know, you and I were chatting a little bit before that. And honestly, if I was to take one theme out of this entire event in conversing with all these amazing females is that it's a tribe, it's a village, and it takes a team to be able to share common struggles that everybody faces in life, right? Gender exclusive, right? There's everybody goes through those same things, especially as a business owner, you're faced with those challenges. That advisory board that you mentioned on Thursday mornings, can anybody join up to that? How does somebody get more information? Because when I hear of little pockets of people helping each other out, I think that's absolutely amazing in those small group settings. So there's, you have to be a Service Nation Alliance member. Okay. So there's Service Roundtable, there's Service Nation, Service Nation Alliance. So that's just a group that we do for women. I think you've also had the lady titans on here mm -hmm. and one of the most amazing things is we all work together so mm. lady titans advisory board 80 and women in hvacr and we were so fortunate it's probably been over a year about a year and a half ago we were at a conference together and we pulled all three groups into one room wow and yeah that's pretty powerful and i think what we try to do is we all try to work together mm. and we try to help out in all of the groups. And I know Lady Titans is open to anyone. You don't have to be a Service Titan subscriber. AB80 is pretty exclusive to Service Nation sure. Alliance. So if, if you're listening and you have, can it be open to anybody in the office or company? Sorry, yes. company. Yes. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work the way by office, anybody even in the field, right? But I want to try to reduce that word office and say company a lot more because company includes every single role. So what I love about this group is there are a lot of fathers and daughters in this industry together. Mm. And whether their daughter is in in a customer service role or an operations manager's role, when their daughter gets on a Thursday, and we have men that, that get on too that are part of it, but when their daughter gets on, there's a lot of times the, either the male owner of the company or the father, they're sitting behind and they are listening mm -hmm. or, hey, I have a question, throw it out to our advisory board group. And so it's just, just a wealth of information that is not just exclusive to women, everybody in this industry. We just happen to network a little bit closer together. And we're going to be taking a trip. A group of us are all getting together. We call it AB80 Takes Texas. Mm -hmm. And we're all flying into Houston. From Houston, we're going in to Lufkin. McWilliams and Sons, Lemon Seed Marketing, they're all going to be hosting us. And we're going down there for educational reasons. We're going to have 
two and a half days of learning and sharing and networking. Not all of those ladies are able to come to a conference like this. And so this is another opportunity for them. And again, that goes back to that whole idea of the tribe. What are you trying to build and working together over over common things? Let me ask you this, in terms of working together in these common challenges that anybody faces, what are some things that you've seen as a recurring trend? And what are some ways that we can help alleviate that concern with individuals in the space? So it's been interesting as we go through this conference. I think when we put on a conference like this, we try to address some of it. So I think about we had presentation skills this morning and Jane Sidebottom, she was great. And I think a lot of women are afraid to get up in front of a group or present and they have to prepare for not only any type of presentation, but maybe it's even an office or a staff meeting. And so I think what we try to do is we try to address these as we go along. Stacey Vanek-Smith, we talked a lot about whether they talk about compensation and not being afraid to go in and equality on the different wage scales. And she gave a lot of tips and tricks today. So I think as we put these conferences together, that's what we do. We take a look at what is current, what's the trend, how can we help women, and then line up whether it's the appropriate professionals or as a board or support. The other thing with women in HVACR, we have a mentorship. So we have a mentor and a mentee. And so a lot of this gets resolved when we form that relationship. And it's a very well-structured program where mentors sign up. They have the time. They make it available. We have very specific forms that we want them to complete. And it's not about the paperwork, it's about the conversation and it's keeping it on track. So it's not like, Hey, talk for an hour in about three weeks. It's very structured based on each individual. That way we can help them with anything that they have going on within, within their life. And so we keep that mentorship going. And then also the ambassador program. We're going to hear about some of that this afternoon. Mm. And uh, with the ambassadorship program, we're going out into the community talking about women in the trades. And a lot of people say, is it just for women? And I'm like, we talk about women in the trades because that's part of our mission of educating women. But we also, we put our hands and reach out to everybody who's out there. So if there's a young man out there that's interested, we're in a technical school or we're in a high school and we're talking about it through our ambassadorship program, absolutely. We're going to connect with them and see how we can help them out also. Well, hundred percent. And like looking around the event, there, there are men here, right? It's just not 100% women in even Ruth, when she said on men are welcome to come and join and support, but you have to give, right? You have to support and you have to be part of the conversation and the discussion in helping everyone out, which is a phenomenal way to be able to go about doing it. Transitioning into your business, because so you've had a pretty interesting work history. You had, you worked in, you owned a few McDonald's, you worked in Pandora, you traveled all over, you're like, okay, I'm done with the travel. And you got into the space, the HVAC space. So walk us through this journey to be able to, and also 100% woman owned too, uh, walk us through the journey of creating and starting a business and working your way into the role that you're in now within women in HVACR and how it correlates. Sure. That was a long one. I I know it was a long, and I have a long history. People say, what's your story? I said, well, how many hours do you have? I'll do a quick snippet. So I was a McDonald's franchisee, built a very successful McDonald's organization that was my own company and uh, sold and retired in uh, 2011 and said, what should I do with my life and traveled the world? And I still will travel the world because that's my passion and uh, took a little break 
as I was winding down my businesses and opened up a couple Pandora stores that were concept stores in two different states. Did that for five years in Boise, seven years in Salt Lake and said, this is not really what I want to do. And actually it was beautiful baubles, but I have to tell you the pace. You don't go from fast paced McDonald's and a $10 million company that I created to, okay, I have some nice jewelry stores. So once I walked out of that, I had always tried to help out my brother who's been in this industry for 43 years. And I do know that men in general, as they are technicians, they don't always know how to run a business. So mm -hmm. that was what I was bringing to the table. And I had worked with him for years saying, come on, let's do this business together. And it wasn't so much he didn't have an interest. It wasn't a good time in his life. So what I did was I said, okay, started this company. So I started this company. He wasn't quite ready to jump in and work with me. So I said, I'll give you a choice. I'm either going to start it or we shut it down. So 2015, I was able to convince him and come up and he works for me. He's one of my superstar employees and I am the business owner and he's one of the gentlemen that can really help me run the gas piping division of my company. So we started out very heavy with gas piping and then I saw the light and said, oh, gas piping really revolves around him. Mm -hmm. And if I get to the point where I'm going to sell this company, I don't know that that's going to be so valuable to anybody else because he's the one that makes that work. So I went ahead and really started looking at residential HVAC. And just over the course of the last three to four years, I've hit it really hard. Mm -hmm. And so I went out there and one day I said, oh, women in HVACR. And I said, I need to join this organization. And it was probably back in about 2017, 2018. Mm -hmm. And I went to my first conference and said, okay, Yep. And uh, with my personality, I wasn't like standing in the corner someplace. And you know, uh, no, never. So I started meeting people and boy, next thing I know, I was asked to be on the board and very excited. This is my first year as a board member. And then I was asked to run advisory board 80 and I serve on a lot of boards. Mm -hmm. So that's my journey. And now I'm to the point where I think my business is doing well, but I'm growing it pretty rapidly, but I have spent a lot of time developing and I've got an operations manager that she's going to hit it all the ball ballpark. So I've been training and developing her. So now I can do a lot of community. I'm on a lot of boards for builders associations, Habitat. And that's really what I like to do. I like mm. to give back not only within the community, but help uh, mentor and help the folks around me. So it's working out well because I still am, I'm growing my business. I'm actively involved every single day, but it also gives me the time to go out and do some of the things that I like to do. And you look at Simon Sinek, I was actually watching something on Instagram earlier today about him and you being vulnerable, but I love Simon Sinek because of the start with why philosophy. And when you have your why, when you know what you want to do and you want to work towards that end goal, giving back your business is just your medium and your mechanism to be able to get there. And once you get there, you continue doing it and then you can ser continue serving that purpose, but you bring others up with you, build them up, bring them up. So that way they can then get to their why as well which is a great approach in talking with, I guess, your operations manager and looking at that as an example in knowing your why, how do you then communicate that down to them and help them build their whys? 
So a lot of it is I have always taken her to all the different events because when she came into this industry, she was not in the HVAC field before. So her and I were learning together. And what I have done is I have shown her not only how to run and operate a great business, but branch out. So like last year, her first year, she came back and she said, I'd like to join the BNI group in my area. So that's amazing. And so I said, absolutely. She takes the time to go to it and it's well worth it. So she had me come in as a guest and I looked around and I said, oh, this is pretty cool. I said, but this is probably not my group. I don't want to say I'm more advanced than that, mm-hmm. but it was a much younger audience that they're trying to find their way in business and they do amazing networking. And uh, she's actually done so well. And even at Service World, a couple of weeks ago, we had her stand up and do a presentation. I was asked to do policies and procedures, ex-McDonald's person, I guess that would be so appropriate, policies and procedures. And I would say to her, I said, I'm only going to do this if you go with me because I want her to understand public speaking and I want her to have a platform and kind of get used to that. And one thing that I wrote down is self-awareness and looking at, and and I think a lot of times in businesses, in groups and networking, you can get pulled in 1,700 different directions, especially something like a BNI. And I have no issues with BNI. I've never actually joined one i've been on the circuit and i've done the tour and it just for me it was like not my group not my fit but there was a path forward for it but that self-awareness piece to say hey i might not belong here but i can belong somewhere else you know if i recognize that and i realize that now i can take my time to go somewhere where i'm actually going to be recognized but then you find out somebody that you find a who and I've been listening to the Who Not How book, and that's exactly what they say is, okay, how can I do this? Is what a lot of people ask. Who do I need in order to be able to accomplish the goal? And so when you have these Whos and you get them involved in the business, you get them involved in the networking, you get them involved in coming to these events, now you've divided and conquered your time a little bit, but it also, again, builds them up. And when you build them up, you bring them up and you empower them, your employees, to be better. And so not only empowers them, we work in a couple different counties. I've been lucky to grow so rapidly. We had to go into a, a new space, new warehouse. And so now we open in different counties. So now we're getting a lot of the other folks involved. So I have a gentleman who is working in our warehouse. So now we send him to one of the builders association meetings and Mm -hmm. he can go in, he can have his lunch once a month. He can talk about our company. And I think it lifts him up also. I'm not just the warehouse guy. Now he represents us. And we do that with chambers. So we divide and conquer. We send our marketing person to the, to this chamber and I'll go to that chamber and operating two different counties. We try to just share that. And it's been phenomenal for our business. Yeah. And that's such a great concept you're like you're sending somebody who most people would discount sending to an event like that but when you empower them to be able to do that now they feel like they're part of something bigger and we had Ben Poole on earlier from HVAC Tactical and he was talking about how do we make people feel value make them feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves and that's really key so Lori as we're coming up to our 20 minute mark we are going to wrap things up but I have one last question here for you what is one question that you wish people would ask you more, but don't? Oh, I have to think about that one. There's nothing that just flat because I am so open. People come up and they ask me everything. Mm-hmm. So I can't think of 
specifically one question because I usually get, tell me your story. That's a long one. And we've already accomplished that today. You've already done a short version. That was actually a pretty good short version because I remember when we had you on, we had you on earlier and on the longer form and it was definitely a longer story, which nothing wrong with it because we, we appreciate and we value the story that went in with it. So I think maybe, what are you grateful for? after listening to Lisa Ryan, who was also keynote speaker, you have to really every day, like when I won that award last night, I was like, I am so grateful because mm. it just doesn't happen to everybody. And right. so I feel very honored and grateful not only to receive that award, but I think that's it. I think right. if we all talked about what are we grateful for or how can we appreciate people? I think that will go a long way. Excluding the award. What are you most grateful for? My family. Yeah. Good answer. Family's key. Family's importance. Thank you, Lori, for taking the time to sit and chat with, I usually say two crazy Canadians, but it's only me. So only one crazy Canadian on today because Evan is flying home. So appreciate okay. you. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. No worries. And until next time, cheers. That's a wrap on another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed. Before you go, two quick things. First off, join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash HVAC Revealed. The other thing, if you took one tiny bit of information out of this show, no matter how big, no matter how small, all we ask is for you to introduce this to one person in your contacts list. That's it. That's all. One person. So they too can unleash the ultimate HVAC business. Until next time, cheers.